Welcome to Arcade Attack. <laughs> A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Sonic Boom! Big Bad Geek! Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Arcade Attack. I'm Rob, and with me today are... Zoop. Adrian. Oh man, I feel like the boss now. Dylan gave me the responsibility to press the red button. <laughs> I think I've done it correctly. So, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Just, if people can hear this, then you, d- you did it correctly. Keith. Michael. And you, James. Howdy. Dylan's like, Dylan's like the little devil on Adrian's shoulder. So he's <laughs> Dylan is going to be like chipping in. Hello. <laughs> yeah, James has his own microphone this week, but Dylan does not. Right. Uh, yeah, no one can hear you say no there, Dylan. No! <laughs> no, Connie, you sorry. Anyway, today is the second of a two-parter. Last week we covered Michael Jackson's Moonwalker the movie, and this week we're going to be covering the game. Uh, so, it, games. The games, uh, my apology. Uh, so, if you're listening to this at home, crack open a beer, light up a smoke, pour yourself a glass of Jesus juice, <laughs> and let's go. Uh, basically, we covered the movie last week. For anyone who didn't actually listen to that episode, what was the general consensus around the film? Here's a box. Here's a lot of frogs. Shake it around a little bit, and that sums up what the movie's about. <laughs> I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, Smoke fair. something extremely high-powered, and then, you know, come up with an idea, and there you've got Moonwalker. Yeah, mm. you know those poison frogs? They lick them the first. The ones you lick, yeah, yeah. Chuck them in the box and shake them about, and that's basically Moonwalker. So it's thematically uneven, I think, is the general <laughs> that's consensus. What yeah, that's what he meant. Uh, yeah, it basically, Moonwalker the film was released at the end of 1988 and actually did quite well at the box office. $67 million worldwide from a $22 million budget. And that's without even entering U.S. cinemas. Hmm. Uh, basically, like, they, they get, like, the game's plot, I say the games, the plot of basically all the games. It, no, actually, no, not all the games. I tell a lie. But the plot of the main central arcade game of Moonwalker hmm. is based on the plot of the main centerpiece of the film. Michael Jackson is being pursued by an evil drug lord who's plotting to get every child in the world addicted to drugs. Uh, is that a good business strategy? If only we had an actual someone who teaches business theory for a living around the table. I would say drugs are quite an inelastic good uh, because they're quite habit-forming. So you can, you can get addicted. And addiction means you'll find the money. So I don't know about Mr. Big's overall plan, but I assume once you're hooked, he's going to put the price up and people will beg, steal and borrow to get the money to buy those drugs. So in a business sense, it's very clever. Well, that's what uh, Mr. Big, who's played by Joe Pesci in the film, says. Like, your young customers are loyal customers. It, once yeah. you got them, you get them for life. 80% of a business's sales <laughs> is from repeat customers. So, ret- <laughs> so retention there you go. is basically the success of a business. Well, Adrian, I'm going to have to disagree with you on a, this kind of thing. I don't think it is a good strategy because even though Mr. Big believes a young customer is a lifetime customer, I would say, A, children have comparatively little disposable income. <laughs> That's true. B, an addiction to hard drugs is traditionally a disadvantage when it comes to securing entry-level white-collar jobs. And C, parents probably are not going to put crack on the Christmas or birthday list. <laughs> I don't think it's a good strategy at all. There's also the possibility that you kill off your customers as well before they're old enough to really... <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, Mr. Big is after Michael and his three child pals, and he kidnaps the young uh, girl at some point, meaning Michael has to uh, rescue her. And he also turns into a huge robot, a bit like a cross between the T-1000 and the Superman 3 cyborg. 
and then a spaceship and he takes uh he actually takes a shot from mr big's huge laser doomsday gun and then he basically shoots and kills mr big and then flies off into space yeah with shouty energy i think nobody actually knows it's not like a laser is it it's kind of like oh yeah that was more of a mccoy culkin at the start of black yeah. and white i got to work on that. Yeah. That was the first try, though. Not bad. Yeah. Rubbish. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> the game itself comes out July 1990, so a full 18 months, pretty mm. much, after the film comes out. Um, a month before the console version does in North America. Uh, the arcade version, the one I'm most familiar with, is a little different to uh, the other versions. Mm. Does anyone, everyone actually play the arcade one? Yes, but not at the time. Mm. Never saw the arcade back then. No, I'd agree with that as well. Yeah, play yeah, later on. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing it maybe at Haven Holidays in the nineties, but I, play, I played it and completed it recently with my son Tate. Oh, you completed it. Hey, it, are we well are we, get, are we getting some kind of commission from Haven or something? Because this is <laughs> the second week in a row. <laughs> second week in a row, you, you're plugging Haven. <laughs> Haven, if you're listening, oh we're interested. Haven is the place on earth. Hey! <laughs> That's it from Dylan. <laughs> yeah, go out on the top. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I couldn't actually find any information on who designed and programmed the arcade version, but it was done with Sega System 18 arcade board. Um, I would ask you what games were done by that, but there weren't really that many famous ones. Okay. The ones you might have played would be Shadow Dancer. Yes, yep. And yeah. Alien Storm. Yes. Shadow Dancer's got the dog. It has, and it's completely Skip, different. Skip the dog. Comple- no. <coughs> Yamamoto. Yamamoto. Ujiraho is your companion. That, that dog is Skipper. 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 Oh, Skipper burst the football. Keith, yeah. why, why did you go slightly Aussie when you hear Skipper? It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's Skipper. It's just it's Skip, Skippy on, the Skip. Bush Kangaroo. That's it. Oh, That's okay. Course. Yeah, come All on, right, I'll give it, you. I'll it was give there you. in my brain somewhere. Yeah, anyway, to kind of put this in perspective, as we've already said, July 1990, that is nine months after the Ninja Turtles arcade game and eight months before the Simpsons arcade game. Okay. Which uh, we both, we've covered both of those in past episodes. Is it a two-player or four-player game? It's up to three players. Okay. (laughs) Neither. Yeah, so if you can kind of like put that, Ninja Turtles four players, Simpsons four players, this is part of the actual, the big like multiplayer Um, arcade, uh, I guess, era. Hmm. Uh, there are up to three players, all of which are Michael Jackson. Of course. Player one is a version of the movie, the white suit and the hat with the blue tie, and players two and three are in red, red and, and black, black suits. Yeah. yeah. Respectively. Uh, the game is kind of like an isometric yeah. scrolling beat-em-up. Mm. Where, so you're kind of like moving it's a, yeah, it's an angles. odd view, isn't it, for most... <laughs> for that kind of game. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't really picture an arcade game with that kind of... I quite like them. It's different. Yeah, yeah. Quite cool. Mm. It's a bit like uh, Streets of Rage 2, I think, when you're kind of moving There's diagonally of as well. Of Rage 2, yeah, you're kind of moving up move the like screen mm. more than. I don't know. Yeah. It does kind of vary, but because of that, um, you kind of. You have to be on the same angle as kind of things to shoot at them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's interesting as well. You kill people by shooting lightning from your hand. And the whole. Like, the longer you hold down the fire button, it yeah, either shoots it further shot. or it gets stronger. And, yeah, as we said earlier, this is kind of based on the second half of Moonwalker, the film. So you have to battle gangsters and jackbooted paramilitary guys and also robots and machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also a cool graveyard level where you fight zombies. Yeah. yeah Which is I, not in the film, but, you know. Was, it, was there a version, I'm, I might be talking rubbish here, where they actually had the, the Thriller song playing on the graveyard section? Not as far as I'm aware. No. 
I think um, I, 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 I don't know whether that might have been a mod or something later on, but I, I'm sure I heard so, or read somewhere that there, that it was put in. Maybe not like in the original, but someone may have put it in later. But that would have been Possibly. cool, though. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that always stuff. I guess that we'll talk about that when we come on to like the Mega Drive version. But that always stood out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His uh, absence. Essentially, as you're going along, like uh, shooting lightning at robots and uh, people and such, you also have to rescue kids who are being kept within these force fields. And when you walk into them, like they give you health or power up. And what are they saying? Michael. Michael. Yeah. Michael. Mm-hmm. That's ba- like every, that happens like, I guess, every kind of 30 <laughs> every seconds, seconds. Which, just like the film. <laughs> That's the most faithful bit of the yeah, film. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, in Golden Axe, you throw jugs into the air. In Streets of Rage, you call a police car to shoot rockets onto the screen. How do you kill everyone on screen in Moonwalker? You dance. do a dance. Dance magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so cool. Like, uh, like, my, like Mike Jackson's bike goes, ow! And, like, this spotlight goes on him. <laughs> That's it. And, like, he starts dancing this music, and all the enemies start doing the same dance <laughs> in formation. Man, it is so cool. <laughs> like, even the zombies or the robots yeah, are dancing. Yeah. Ah, oh, so, and then everyone dies. It's like it is like the 16th century. <laughs> <laughs> See, you don't get those references in retro hours. That's true. Uh, yeah. Also, from time to time, you'll see uh, a chimpanzee who I presume is Bubbles mm-hmm. wandering around. And what happens if you walk into Bubbles? That's when you get powered up, isn't it? You can turn into a robot. I think. Yeah. Not a robot, an android. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You know what the difference between a robot and an android is. Uh, no, tell us. Androids are the human ones. Like, they're the human-looking robots, like the robot from Metropolis. Uh, do you know what the difference between an android and a cyborg is? Cyborg's got, like, a human brain in it, I think. It's got, uh, it's a human, like, it's basically been enhanced yeah. with electronic so stuff. Robots, cybernetic organisms. Which ones are robots, material. which are cyborgs, and which are hmm. androids? The main guy's a cyborg. Okay. That's his name. In... Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Inventively <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> so, is Optimus Prime a robot or an android? Oh, we need to cut him open, don't we? He's a robot, a droid. He's an alien. That's the best answer, I think. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, ah, yeah. Basically, you become this robot, and. Uh, so Android, my mistake. You become Android, Michael, and you shoot lasers or rockets out of your arms. And, uh, yeah, become a little bit more invincible. Which is quality, by the way. It looks mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it's great. And before every le- level, you get, like, a little screen of, like, all these, like, kind of different comic book things. Yeah, and Michael right. makes this weird noise. C- can any of you make this noise? Uh, it's been a while. Oh! <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're too high-pitched. It's like, oh. bow! Oh! Bow! It's like if... If a meow and, a, and like a bark just mixed together, cat wow. dog. You say cat dog, Woo. basically. Yeah, I practiced that noise for so long and I still can't make it. Uh, yeah, I, but that's that was one of my. Oh, your, your job today is to record the sound effects for Moonwalk of the Arcade Game. Overshooter. <laughs> it's like. Not good enough. Yeah, it wasn't More good enough. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like that. I can't do it properly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and speaking of sound, the music is uh, instrumental versions of some of his songs. I don't think they're actually that bad at all. Uh, mm. You remember what songs are actually used in the arcade game? Not mm. Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminal. Smooth Criminals, uh, um, stage two, yeah. Beat It. Yeah, that's stage three. Um, now, again, I get confused because obviously on the console version, I know another part of me is the graveyard. That is the is graveyard. That the same? Yeah. In the yeah. arcade. Bizarre. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it 
And then bad is level one. Oh, of course. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's pretty good, like arcade representation. Like, if you're a Michael Jackson fan, it's kind of what you want. I think, yeah, like, again, I, I didn't know it existed until sort of the last few years. I'm playing it now. It's a good Did you good play it on your arcade cabinet for I you? I have done. I have done, yeah. But before, I, even before that, I played it on RetroPilot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was quite a fun thing to discover, really, because it was so different from the you know, familiar the console versions. Yeah, but it's completely different. From the oh, no, oh, oh, I thought you meant you not played it at all until like the last one. No, it's a completely different game. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. so oh I've no, never the played that yeah. one. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, the no, the Mega yeah. Drive one. No, I'm the same. That's what we're talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> hold on. That's why I was like, hang on, Keith. What's going on here? But no, the arcade version, yeah, I agree. Like, I was, the, I was born on. playing Moonwalker. <laughs> you merely adopted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a bad thing overall, though, Keith. Sorry. I actually think the arcade game, I, I completed the arcade game. You know, I say I completed it. I've just kept pressing select. <laughs> yeah, more credits, more credits. But I don't think it was a very long game, though. I don't know if you if you played the way through, uh, Robbie. We saw it all the way through, but it's not that long. It's five levels, but it, I remember it being quite difficult. And maybe I think maybe because I did I did play it at the time. That was because I didn't understand that you had to hold down the button to get a stronger blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I usually died. I think level two what, out can of you, five. Hey, can you remember what the final boss is? I think it, I, it was a it was a year ago since I played it. I think it is a I think it is a big robot laser thing that's shooting at you, and you have to attack. Ah, it, I think. Okay. I think I might be wrong though. Um, maybe I'm going to mix up the Amiga game a it's little bit. It's Mr. Big in. Um, he's like kind of in this. This I guess like you know it's like Doctor Robotnik's kind of thing. He flies around them, but he's got surrounded uh, yeah. by like all these smaller robots, and they're all shooting lasers at you. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. That's uh, the final boss. And Mr. Big kind of like will fly around a bit, taunting you different parts of the game. In the graveyard bit, he goes, "I love you, Michael," <laughs> which is really strange. Uh, but like, I like this game a lot. I think um, I've got to give a big shout out to the characters, the character and level design, mm. because oh, th- some of the characters, enemies are so cool looking. Uh, the robot kind of stuff at the end of the graveyard, like kind of thing. It's um. This massive, like, kind of machine that's like shooting kind of stuff at you. Mm. Ah, it looks great. The zombies look great. Um, one of the robots on like the final level is like Mr. Big's lair, and there are these weird robots where they're kind of walkers, you know, like the Star Wars type walkers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like they have this kind of thing that swings like kind of between their legs at you, and it's <laughs> it's really phallic. It's, it looks absolutely bizarre. Okay. Uh, second yeah second weird Michael Jackson phallic thing in a row after Leave Me Alone last mm. week but interesting Matt, I just think it's such a cool looking game yeah definitely there is kind of an element because it did come out maybe a year before Street Fighter and like uh, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog and that kind of there is I think it feels like something that if it had come out a year later would have been incredibly dated um, yeah I think it came yeah. out maybe exactly the right time it's like the rock set of music video of video games <laughs> Do you think it would have done better if it came out slightly earlier? Or do you think it was bang on? With, with the release of the film, it would have been better. Because you it? said it was 18 months, wasn't it? Yeah. So so maybe mm. like six months to a year, would that have would that have kind of not given it enough time for the film to like... Well, I don't know if Moonwalker, the film, ever had the kind of popular culture ubiquity that Michael Jackson's music or music videos did. I don't know if it really makes a big difference. You could argue that at this point, 1990, Michael Jackson had been out of the public eye for a good, I guess, 18 months, kind of working on what would become dangerous. And, you know, he wasn't really doing that much. Maybe was the LA Gear endorsement was oh, really yeah, the yeah, only yeah. kind of stuff he was doing around now. I don't know if you know, Rob, but obviously 
he was a big video game fan, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He obviously worked with Sega. I, I was wondering if he was involved at all with the production of this game, or had a few ideas, or gave you any idea? I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I couldn't actually find any... I'm sure he was involved in a consultancy way. I, th- I think he was, actually. I think, I, again, one of the sort of little things... That I- I'm sure he worked with them and actually consulted on like some of the visuals and like the moves and stuff like that. Certainly like the dancing and obviously mm. he he's not just going to take a back seat on that, is he? Really? No. But I think I think he I think if I remember correctly, I'm sure I read something somewhere that that said he was actually involved with Sega in consulting on you know, dance moves and like the the kind of the magic and all this sort of stuff. So can you, Michael, can you make a weird grunting cat? Dog move. <laughs> why you're here? <laughs> That's why he gets paid the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much do you think an authentic Moonwalker arcade game goes Ooh. for? Obviously, you play the arcade board version, but an actual full size game. Well, I know, with I know with today's Moonwalk- massively inflated retro game prices, Keith's not bitter about just that. a Mega Drive uh, copy of Moonwalker is expensive these days. So the arcade, three grand. Oh, uh, anyone else want to hazard a guess? I'm going to say. No, I think I think two grand. Adrian's almost dead on uh, on Arcade's market. It is going for one thousand nine hundred eighty dollars this week. <laughs> yeah. So if you want the authentic experience in your house, you know where to go. Dylan's thinking about, about it. He's pondering it. He's pondering. Dylan, did you ever play the arcade version of Moonwalker? Um, only on the Retro Pie, mate, a few years ago, and I like it. It's different, isn't it? Like you. Yeah. Th- as soon as someone said it was isometric, I'm like, oh, I quite like something that's isometric. I'm like, I'll give it a go. It's funky, and like, you do need a lot of credits. Well, I needed, even though yeah. it's five levels. I did need quite a lot of credits and stuff. But that bit, that the bit, obviously, when you get him dancing and everyone dies, and obviously that's synonymous with the Sega games and stuff. And yeah, love it. Love it. Very good. Hmm. Uh, speaking of the Sega games, nice little segue there. Uh, I thought we could start with the Mega Drive version, um, which I'm guessing I haven't played that much. I've played the arcade game a lot more. Yeah. But I'm guessing you guys are all familiar with? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I had it on the Mega Drive and the Master System, I believe. So definitely want to talk about both versions. Yeah, we are going to be talking about both versions. You're up, Adrian, then. No, well, the the problem with me, the two games sort of merge into one. They look quite similar to each other, don't they? I think, and I just are they basically the same game? I f- I is think it's just an eight-bit version. I believe. Of... I think, and people say no differences. There. I think it's basically the same game, really. Why don't mm. we talk about the differences? One, you know, once you kind of like uh, gone through like all <laughs> yeah. the Mega Drive kind of stuff, because that is interesting. Mm. Uh, you you claimed before we actually started recording, you played every version. Yeah. Does, that, does that include the Game Gear? Well, not. Well, let me list them off. <laughs> you can say, exactly. I played the arcade game. I played the Mega Drive version, the Masters version, the Amiga version. And that's it. <laughs> okay. So I haven't played the Game Gear version, so I haven't. Ooh. That'll be, yeah, that would be the same as well, <laughs> won't it? Yeah, the Mega Drive game, obviously released by Sega, mm-hmm. who also did the arcade game. This was designed and produced by Wapiyaku Tsurumi. I had not heard of him. I'm guessing you guys may not have heard mm-hmm. of him. He's most famous for doing the Japanese localization of PlayStation games like Crash Bandicoot and Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It is a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It's not isometric like the arcade game. You're using your arms and legs to flick magic at people. Yep. Uh, yeah, the first round of levels is in Club 30s. Basically, It is basically the video for Smooth Criminal mm-hmm. with basically, the music. yeah. And you had to get like, stairs coming down and stuff. It's weird, wasn't it? It's yeah, you yeah, to use your magic yeah, you, to I, knock I the stairs down? Like, how or do you, you just supposed... have to hit them? Or do you... you press up, didn't you? You just run up them. You no, because up. some of them are. You have to some of down. them are already on the. 
next level. So you have to kind of jump with your magic, don't you? I think. I think you have to knock them down. Was it it the case, I'm sure this was the case, when you hit an enemy, they went absolutely flying off the screen. Yes, they fly off the screen. Like it was like like they'd been hit with the sun or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just so. It's good fun top. though because this... of the way he does the kick. It's like you're kicking him in the nuts. It's great yes. fun. But they just <laughs> literally go. <laughs> they go. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later. yeah, it is interesting because like those kicks do not look especially powerful. Manly. <laughs> yeah, it's like Michael click, like flicking his leg like <laughs> yeah. he's doing a dance. It's move. more of a flick than a kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the set yeah. to be strong. <laughs> yeah, you also have to save little blonde-haired girls mm. who are everywhere. Like. Yeah. I think what a dozen a level or something. I think you have to well, save all of them. To that's the how level, you then. open the exit that's to the right, level. Yeah. yeah, you have to cut, the, show. There's a count at the top with the little faces, and, and that's how and, many. Yeah, yeah, they're behind doors or in car boots. So I don't. Et I don't know if there's actually any mention of drugs in this game. So basically, in both games, mm. we like we talked about so far, it's not really so much drugs, but it's like a child smuggling ring mm. you're busting <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, mm. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a good game. Um, I, I mean, I, I liked it at the time because it was Michael Jackson. If you took Michael Jackson away, I, I don't know if it would be as good, if that makes sense. It's almost like, oh, look, I'm playing Moonwalker. It's pretty cool. Mm. But I don't know. Was it a two-player game? No, no it's, it's one player. That's, nice. that's what it's missing, Sing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it was missing yeah. that, that multiplayer so action, I think. I remember it well because it was one that I remember being really excited to rent. Yeah. Um, I never owned it. Do I own it now? Maybe I own it now. But... Um, it was really, it was because I'd probably not long after I'd seen Moonwalker and I thought, oh, this looks really cool. And I probably saw screenshots of it in magazines and stuff. And it is fun and it's cool that it's got the music in it, but it's very repetitive. Yeah. How, how you long? You walk along, kick an enemy, like you, then you push up to open a door or to look behind a bush or open the car boot. You find a child or a bomb and, and that's it. Yeah, that's no, basically I'd, I'd, the gameplay for the. I'd agree with that. Rob, how, how long. I don't know if you've got this info to hand, but how long after the cinema release of Moonwalker did the VHS make an appearance? Uh, it was in America the following month. Basically, wow. December 88 was the film in the cinemas, uh, Like, but it, was, it never got released in the cinemas in the US. Mm. It just went straight to VHS. It is strange. Like I couldn't. I actually looked a lot around for info on this, and I could not find any actual confirmation mm. because it is weird in retrospect. Like that's really where you'd want it, wouldn't you? Like yeah. the one place you'd want it released. But also, you release it after Christmas mm. and not before, not before. Christmas. Yeah. It just seemed like a really kind of weird. Like it was being made up on the fly. Maybe there might have been big delays in terms of actually finishing the film and doing the marketing. That's really the only thing I can think of. I'm just thinking because of the VHS, if there was a little bit of a delay perhaps, which obviously there, there wasn't, you'd, you've got all those people who are renting and buying the VHS, then then the game hits and you've still got that kind of like big interest in the story, haven't you? Mm. So whereas if you just released it as, you know, the game and there was no kind of, not all the films a lot earlier, would it have kind of, would we even remember it? Maybe, maybe not. So mm. I think maybe it's a weird one though, isn't it? No US release for, for going back to the Sega games. Um, I remember Moonwalker on the Mega Drive getting a really tepid reception yeah. in, the, in the magazines. Um, but it was one of the games because that's Master System at the time. It was always one of the games available at the weekend because no one really yeah, picked it yeah, off yeah. the shelf. And then I remember the first time I like loaded that up, and I was just very impressed. Like, like okay, it doesn't look as good as the Mega Drive version, but the eight bit 
tunes and mm. everything and everything was there like the smooth criminal level and the garage level and the one where he's in the caves and there's stuff there's not mm. a garage level in the other game or in the film is there in the in, oh, what, in you the mean arcade? in the arcade game yeah no no there isn't <laughs> no the garage level was definitely a sega was definitely a sega game thing but yeah but, but is, is that is that a bad means... reference well, yeah, I, car because yeah, it's car in the car park. They're in the underground car park, isn't they? Yeah, but no, bad is not in a car park. It's in an underground station. It's like oh, in a, a metro station. Yeah, uh, oh, I thought it was a car station park. when I was in New York. <laughs> oh, was that? Oh, yeah. Of course you? you did. Of course you did. Where did they of get the garage not. thing from then? <laughs> bit okay. of filler. Bit of, just a bit of filler. Well, but like, we need a level quick. Well, I'm pretty yeah. sure the garage one is attached like the street level. A lot of these like yeah. kind of generic yeah. Mega Drive yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like there's a street level is number two. Mm. Uh, round th- I say they're rounds. Like, each round is I think three levels. Mm-hmm. Is like woods, which is like the graveyard. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you yeah. could say yeah. uh, maybe like the woods in the film they go yeah. into to find yeah. like the hideout, and then mm-hmm. round four is a cavern. Again, it's so generic Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know maybe that's uh, a bit, especially early Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit where they you know they come across Mister Big's Evil Lair, and then like the last one is what his year actual lair. Talk- what year was the game again? Was it ninety ninety? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, Dil, like you're saying about the Master System one, at that point as well, the Mega Drive games weren't so far ahead. No. So a lot of them looking, looked like yeah. really good 8-bit games Looking sometimes. back now, it definitely fits an 8-bit yeah. game more than a 16-bit game. But, yeah, I do love it. It's, you know, it's one of my fond, like one, one of my favourite Master System mm. games because it is quite, it's a bit like Golden Axe in a way. It's just quite impressive for the console. So Yeah, and you can also do Dance Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, the Dance course. Magic, yeah. obviously. Amazing. It's quite linear, though, isn't it? You can only go left and right. You can't go up and down like in Golden Axe. Is that fair? I think I feel yeah, incorrect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's not, more of yeah, a, yeah. it's more of a pla- pla- action platformer, isn't it? It's not a scroller. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's good, but it's not great. It's uh, good, but it's not the one. Yeah, no, but I agree a deal. I think I had more fun on the Masters than Weird. I think I played that more. I think I was, it's I was, more an eight bit game. Isn't it? It's an eight bit. Mm. Uh, did you notice uh, the, what the sound effect is when MJ hits someone in this? <laughs> isn't it? It's just like a sparkly sound. It's like a ding, but yeah. like uh, it's what I think of as the leave in silence sound effect. The Pesh Mode song yeah. Leave in Silence. Tell us. Uh basically I know the song, I'm just trying to think yeah, of this. Like uh, it's got this like this cool really high pitched jingly yeah, kind yeah. of sound yeah. It's that one exactly. And that's what they use as the hitting effect. It's almost a bit Christmassy, isn't it? The, yeah. the sound. Yeah. yeah, it is a bit like sleigh bellsy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and what is the last level in this game, the Mega Drive game? Oh, I don't think I ever got to it. It's a hard game, you know. Yeah. I think I got to the graveyard level and never got past is it. Is it like the futuristic sort of hideout? No. No. What is it? It's a flight sim shoot em up. I think I've seen uh, pictures. It's literally, it is like a flight simulator. And like, uh, well, you're the spaceship. You're the spaceship, yeah. Right. Yes. And you're in space and like you've got stuff flying at you and then, um, Basically, like, uh, Mr. Big kind of turns up and his kind of thing, and he's coming up on the screen taunting you, and you have to shoot him down, and that's how you win the game. I can't believe I've never got to the end. Is it quite a fun bit? Is it fun? I don't know. That sounds quite interesting. Nobody got that far, so they don't know. Yeah, I'm going to take a while, I guess, and say it's probably as fun as any other flight simulator (laughs) at that time. Yeah. (laughs) So, it was mediocre. That can't be the the final level on the Master System version, though. No, it's not the final. Uh, All stuff. Yeah, basically, the last level, you, it's probably actually better than mm. Master System 1. You're again in a spaceship, but you're kind of like, you can see the spaceship, so it's like a sprite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're shooting upwards, and a load of guns come out of a mountain, which actually feels truer to the film. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Never got I to like either that. that bit in either game. 
But um, what would you say the main differences are people who played both versions between Mega Drive and Master System? Graphics. Yeah, but not, like, it's not a but huge jump, is it, in graphics? That's the not thing. much. There is a difference, but it's not a chasm, oh, is it? One of the cases has lovely black and white squares, and the <laughs> other one it breaks the slick and black. <laughs> That's the big difference. Also true of every Mega Drive and Master System game. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I quite like that whole Master System white and blue cross design. It's nice, good looking. Uh, yeah, which brings us on to the Amiga game, which Adrian has played. Uh, anyone else played it? No. Nope. Oh. Come on, Age, you're up. Yeah, like, well, I, I can give some... In- yeah, I on. do think you're right. I think you hinted earlier. It does. The first level is not the the kind of Joe Pesci bit. I believe it's... You've got a, you've got a, it's top-down view. It's very interesting. Almost like a SimCity. Right, right, think of SimCity, a bit more zoomed in. And you've got a little sprite. You're Michael. You're running around. And I think you've got to dodge the people in the motorbikes and stuff. But yeah, but we'll get on to like, that yeah. details. But some background on this. It's made by a company called Emerald Games. <laughs> Yeah, Emerald, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, did, what else do they make? They were situated in a three-story house in Ireland and mostly, <laughs> and mostly staffed by local students on, like, work placements. So, you know, oh. they really pulled out all the stops on this one. Uh, I don't know what else. That, I don't think they've really made anyone anything that's really that interesting or great. Will you check what else Emerald Games made, James? We're interested. I will do. But it is a top-down scroller, you're right. And it is actually based on the plot of the whole film. And not just the yeah. actual Joe Pesci. So there you the, go, Amiga for the win. <laughs> the first level is you running through a movie set. Oh, yes. nice. Yes. It's a weird-looking game. It is weird. I wouldn't say it's particularly good. It's like GTA, but much more re- reduced down. It is like original version GTA, but the second level is you on the Speed Demon bike, and you get to run people over. But is it still always the same view? Is that all top-down as well? Uh, yeah, that's top-down as well. Is, Level 3 is a side-scroller. You're going through Club 30. Never got to that bit. Uh, and you have to move the mouse to target and shoot people. I mean, that, I mean, come on, that's pretty cool in a way. Until you play it, I guess. No, it, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, using, like, one fingers to do, like, the buttons to make him move and the other one to move the mouse to... Hello, Walker. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> Yeah, the end boss is uh, more target and shoot. Um, yeah, the last boss. I don't think a picture. I've seen pictures. You say this is what this is the third fanic thing we're talking about. The the laser, Joe Pesci's big laser, is unbelievably rude. If you've seen it, <laughs> it's Mr. crazy. Big, big laser. Go on, Google it. That was well, pictures. well ju- just on the on the Emerald software note. <laughs> oh god. Uh, f- founded in eighty eight, closed in ninety one. <laughs> Yeah, Oof. not great. Oof. Um, they made, they did indeed make uh, Moonwalker. They also made the Running Man. Oh. Okay. And the silence basically says it all. Yeah. Has Adrian played no, the Running Man? Okay. I haven't played the Running Man, sadly. Um, but yeah, type in Amiga Final Boss and you'll see the laser. It's, it's crazy looking. Uh, but we haven't actually discussed the worst bit of the game. The soundtrack is, <laughs> the entire soundtrack is five seconds of either Bad or Speed Demon repeated on a loop forever. Oh, and no. th- these levels have ten-minute timers on. Five-second loop. You've got mad. Yeah, it's... It's, it's a fiddly... It's a fiddly. It actually looks all right, but the, the controls are quite fiddly with the joystick, if I remember correct. It wasn't that responsive, if I remember correct. It wasn't a polished game. There wasn't a lot of... <laughs> enemies you mean it about. wasn't it yeah. wasn't up to emerald software's usual high standards <laughs> it was no running man i'll tell you that for that, that high bar that's, that was set adrian i just have to ask at this point yeah why do all amiga games suck so hard that, that's Whoa. Rude. Whoa. all right no no no, no 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 that's a, it's a bad example of an amiga game but no do you know what like i'll give amiga games a pass if they're kind of point and click stuff 
like Monkey Island or even Lemmings, something like this. But anytime you try a beat 'em up or a platform game on Amiga, it's just a horrible failure. No, no matter how. So Amiga, Rob is right um, because it like it suffered from the one button syndrome or the Amiga yeah. um, because you didn't like it was always something weird to jump in those kind of games and yeah, it always to, fell off. To push up. Yeah. But Sonic is one button and that's fine. Did they do? But well, they don't do. Yeah, they didn't, didn't port Sonic to the Amiga, did they? But that's the thing. The only one, well, the best one button game on the Amiga, Sensible Soccer. Anyway, but yeah. Uh, you know, no matter how uh, you know, un- no matter how unlikable the actual lead character might be, all Amiga platformers and beat 'em ups, no, can't be done with them. Okay. <laughs> you ever played the Amiga Street Fighter Two? Yes, often at Usman's house. <laughs> I <play it> quite <laughs> a lot. I've told that story before. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, where do you place the Amiga Moonwalker game on the <laughs> overall hierarchy of games? It's it's what I like of about these it, games. It's different. It's different. I quite like it because they last. try something different. To say last. But it's last. Repeat <laughs> <laughs> after me. Last. But I actually think, and I'm going to be a bit controversial here, I think for me the arcade's the best. Then I think purely because how much juice they got out of it, the Masters from second, nice. then the Mega Drive, and then the Amiga version. Game Gear, probably is number one, but never played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, how about you guys? Um, I, I've only played the Mega Drive and the arcade one, and I would comfortably place the arcade one first. Yeah. I'd go, I'd go arcade first, then mass system, just purely because what they got out of mm. it. Yeah, and the same comparison with like Golden Axe and stuff like that. When you think back, you think, how did, mm. how on earth did they squeeze that amount of juice out mm. of that lemon? Do you know what I mean? It's amazing. Yeah, I've got, I mean, um, I've got, I've got a lot of, even though I'm saying it's quite repetitive and it gets a bit boring, I've got a lot of happy memories of the Mega Drive game. You know, I've got a lot of nostalgia for it. So yeah. I will, it, it I, will is, yeah. I will still play it occasionally, even if it does get boring after five minutes. No, there's, a, there's a lot of great memories with it, and, mm. it, and, it, and, it is, and it is a good game, but I just think that the Master System is more impressive version oh, for what it is. Yeah, yeah. But Arcade sits at the top. Mm. Just great. Delanio? Oh, yeah. Same. Those James, basically. So <laughs> um, the Master System version is one of my favourite Master System games. I think it works great as an 8-bit game. Like the tunes and everything is... Was it in great. your top 10? Uh, my top 10 muscles... No, it wasn't. No, no, it, was, it was close. It, no, the Mega Drive, Mega Drive version. It was yeah, like number the three, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I played a lot of Master System games, but yeah, it's, 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 it is one of my favourite. I'd, I'd say top 20. Yeah, definitely a top 20 game. Um, and then the arcade version is, yeah, really fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest. So mm, yeah. I kind yeah. of feel like there'll probably be a lot of people out there like us who didn't see the arcade game at the time. And if you can play it, on, you know, Give if, you can, if you can Tell emulate yeah. it on MAME or something, definitely pounds. try it. Or Who's buy, got or buy the arcade machine for two thousand pounds? Has anyone out there got a Moonwalker cabinet? <laughs> there must be someone <laughs> that's got one. Yeah, like I said this earlier on, I I really like the arcade mm. game. I think it's definitely above average standards of the time. Yeah. Uh, but you know, obviously, the way arcade games are moving, we're really trying to starting to pick up speed at this point. Uh, you know, Street Fighter Two a year away. Mm. Virtual Racing is three years away, which is insane. Crazy. That's how fast things are moving yeah. at that point. So. They're not really moon walking away, they're moon running away. Rob was like, what do I say to this? I thought that was where we were ending it, so that's why we were silent. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think overall thing, we like the Moonwalker games. Uh, yes. Probably more consistent than the films. Yes. Filmer. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Could, could they make, if they had to make it again, could they 
do a different style of game with the Moonwalker kind of. Well, do. nowadays you could do whatever you wanted. You, you could have a you could VR. have a driving section for when he turns into the car. You could have a flying section. You could have a there's a sleepover section. <laughs> oh, no, no. oh my god! <laughs> Ow. Rob is the man who went there. Um, Michael again. I, I know this is Jesus. You, Rob, I don't know if you've looked into this. I apologise if you have a bit, but Michael Jackson appears in other video games. Small amounts, doesn't he? He's, he 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 was a. I think oh. he was an unlockable character in Ready, Ready to, to Rumble. Yes, yes. In, yes. quite interesting. He's in Space Channel Five. Yeah. on the Dreamcast. Was yes. there an NBA Jam secret character? We, for him? we check. Maybe Not check. sure. I know I, those two. are bang on. And he well, was in Ready to Rumble. I think as well. He there was a whole Dreamcast game being built for him, like proper Michael Jackson. Oh right. I think it was cancelled. I, I might be talking rubbish here, but he was going to be like the main. It's going to be some crazy Michael Jackson kind of... I can't mm. remember what it's called now, but it was cancelled. Very interesting story behind it. Um, obviously, he has close links with Sega, didn't yeah. he? And again, yeah. I'm not trying to rehash the past, but Michael Latham, you know, rest in peace, what yeah, a legend, yeah. he's told a brilliant story about how he met Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Jackson said, the, the favourite game that I see today, I'll give you a signed album. And he walked around all the Your different Your Michael producers. Jackson is much more like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 he, he walked around all the different producers and everyone's like oh yeah I think this person's going to win because he's doing this, this this game And but Michael was obviously making Eternal Champions I think or maybe mm. the second one the, 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 and Michael loved it so much Michael Latham got the sign. I think this is, this is a good so you should definitely plug the, if people are interested in hearing more about Michael Jackson and Sega plug the Michael Latham interview mm. and the Al Nilsson interview yes yeah because he, he sort of worked really closely with him didn't he yeah, they, yeah so uh, we, we might put in the show notes if we remember yeah. we don't always remember I really yeah. like the Journal Champions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here's one. Here's one for you. you. You knew. You knew that he was. What did you say, Keith? The Space Channel Five. Yeah. And and part two. And part okay, two. Yeah. He actually. Now here's one. You you didn't mention this, and I, I assume you would have done if you knew it. Oh, go on. He was involved in the music production for Sonic Three. Ah. Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. Shush. Lawyers, take the pot off. Lawyers. No. Oh. Lawyers are coming. No. Well. <laughs> We haven't talked about that a dozen times before. <laughs> I love how, like, the first couple of times I brought that up, you were like, no, no, we can't talk about that. As if we, someone's going to sue us. <laughs> Wait a minute, someone's calling. This is the lawyer's piece. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's fact. It's canon. It like, is, it's been yeah. confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I th- think he did have quite a good job. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash arcadeattackuk. Check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots more retro gaming goodness and to delve into our archives. Our podcasts are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review and a rating, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to support Arcade Attack, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash arcadeattack which will give you access to exclusive podcasts, interviews, and other bonus content. So, until next time, take care, and we'll speak to you soon.